Whether it's for work or play, we rely on home internet so much these days. Being connected and staying connected has never been more important. So if you want reliable internet bought you at speed, switch to Aussie Broadband. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Find out more at aussiebroadband.com.au. T's and C's apply. Welcome back to Dylan Friends Minis. Just, it's just good to be back. It's good to be back on the airwaves, doing things, being back in civilization. And I have two very special guests today, producer Sam and, and Sam Dalton. There was some big things last week. Dalt, you debuted last week. I did. You made impact. Did I? And Sam was a little bit jealous. Where's he been? I don't know. It was my idea to get yeah. Sam on. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, mate, it was great to have you on. Hey, by the way, a little bit of feedback for you. Um, last week, got some great messages. One from Dougald, who said he loved the story about um, your career change. Oh, really? Yeah, you've inspired him. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, so... What did he say? What did he say? No, he said, thanks so much. Love the, love the chat. Um, you know, he's in a similar position at the moment, you know, tossing up whether he changes career paths and it was a great chat to hear from Sam. Ah, that's lovely from Dougal. Hope, hope he goes well. Wish yeah. him well. Yeah, awesome. So, boys, you know I went on my resilience camp. Oh, actually, sorry, just to start, incredible feedback. And I must say thank you to you two for, for you know, the input for last week's episode. Hey, team effort here, isn't it? Mm. It's a bloody team effort for this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. I get to sit down and talk to these amazing guests, but can I do it without you guys? Probably, so. probably. Okay, <laughs> Would, you know, I probably could. Yeah, would it be as good? Probably. But I love doing it with you guys, and it's awesome. So I really appreciate that. But in saying that, the, the yeah, the feedback from the Richard Harris episode. In all seriousness, thank you to you guys. Incredible research. We love that story, and we've loved the the feedback on it too. So thank you so much. We're going to try and do some. You know, we love just trying to find cool stories and cool episodes to do, which. You know, relevant to that episode we spoke about was the caving and how scared I was, you know, going into this camp that I went to in Tasmania um, over the weekend. And boy, oh boy. How did it go? It was a, it was a game changer for me. Great camp. You I said, had I had so much fun. You said to me it was life changing. And I don't say that, like I say that in a way that I just learned some really cool things. And it was good to, I didn't have my phone for three days with Vodafone. So fucking, I drive literally just three suburbs down the road and don't have my phone for, you know, an hour sometimes. But didn't have my phone for three days, couldn't get on, no, nothing at all. We're in the middle of the mountains in, in Cradle Mountain. I went on this camp with 13 other guys. Um, I only really knew one of them with, with my brother-in-law, James, and the 12 other dudes that I'd never met before. And I rocked up on this camp thinking they all knew each other but I, and I was the only one, but I did not know any of these guys. And it just showed me how important it is to continually put yourself out of your comfort zone. And I wouldn't have done this if I didn't sort of get roped into it by my brother-in-law and Butters, who who we spoke about last week that went on the show, but it was seriously exactly what I needed. We, you know, had so much fun and and obviously it was very challenging as well, which was, which was really cool. You'd recommend it? I would seriously recommend that, you know, resilience pills, but I recommend just, just doing it yourself. And, um, you know, the phone towers and the the hustle and bustle when it was, it was sick. Yeah. We, we went up there to Cradle Mountain. I was telling this to Sam, like, and, and you Sam, but, We've got to get some new fucking names for this show because it's hard for them to, to, to <laughs> differentiate people, people, people listening. People have called me S-Bone in the past. Okay, S-Bone SD. And I was saying, you know, people that listen to the show consistently would know I am a bit of a, like, pissant when it comes to things, okay? Like, I hate going away from home, hate staying out of my own bed. You know, I get really uncomfortable, you know, staying away without, you know, friends and family. I hate when I don't have reception. It freaks me out. I hate bus trips. I hate sleeping in the same room with people. I hate when people snore. I don't like caving. 
And literally in the first day, every fucking thing happened. I was on this bus with a three-hour drive around this. I was nearly about to throw up, didn't know anyone, mm. staying in this room with people snoring. Like it was straight away just out of your comfort zone. I was like, oh, fuck, you know, I just don't know why I did this. But literally it was just forced to get through it. And I know that sounds small, but it was like really hard to overcome. And um, yeah, it was sick. Anyway, the caving. Yeah, how did you go? Oh, it was tough. It was seriously tough to do. We, we walk in this place called Moles Creek in Tassie and um, – yeah, these caves, you know, the caves, if you've ever been caving before, like it's not the most comfortable thing. But um, if I had been there with like you guys, I don't think I would have done it because, you know, when you're like with your mates and you're sort of like, oh, no, fuck that, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I was with like guys that I'd never met before. Were, they, I was, like, were they kind of like rooting for you to do it or were they, they, were awesome. were they pretty chill? Mate, I was going to say like these guys that I'd never met, after the three days, we were just like DM and loving each other. Like it was that good. Yeah. It was so cool. But like going back to your friends, like if you're with your mates, they'd just be going like, just do it, just do it. Well, but they might have been like going like, come on, you yeah, can you do can it. Yeah, you can do it, man. But yeah, that. But also like when you're with your mates, like I didn't feel like I was like, my mates love me anyway. Like I don't feel like I need to impress them at right. all. Not that there was a thing that I wanted to impress them because it was for me, but they were just really supportive. And basically, yeah, there's two people that took us through these caves. One was at the back, one was at the front. And I was like, there's no fucking way. I'm going at the front because if I go, then everyone's behind me. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get out? So I was at the back and had this girl, Yasmin. Um, she was like from Sweden, I think. And she was like literally just talking to me like bit by bit going through. And yeah, it was super tough, but like got through it somehow. Like I honestly don't know how I did it, but I I don't think that is cured, but it's like, I feel like I've got one up on that for you now, which is That's sick. Yeah. Um, and that was on the first day. Then we, we climbed Cradle Mountain and advocate, uh, the advocacy for ta- Tasmania that I have is second like it is unbelievable it's a beautiful you, place you been yeah once for a wedding i haven't explored it as much as i'd like to you been yeah i went I went down to uh, mainly see mona and then just oh, filled yeah. that in but great place yeah i'm more of an outdoor sort of guy we got an airbnb up in like the hill yeah up near hobart lovely yeah it's beautiful, beautiful. so yeah i couldn't recommend anyone getting to tasmania more it's absolutely stunning the fresh air up there is just is absolutely beautiful um yeah so we did we climbed cradle mountain it was unreal like bouldering got to the top went down i think it was nearly a 20k hike we did that day Shit. and then the next day we did um some canyoning and abseiling which was just awesome and then that night we did like a bit of a vulnerability session mm. and that was like not really, forced not forced it was just if you want to talk and everyone ended up talking but some incredible stories and um yeah it's weird like these guys i've never met are all from all around australia i've like got this really cool bond with all these dudes that we went with yeah, that's very nice. Now we, back to, back to the um, I want to go back to the phone addiction kind of thing yeah. you were talking about earlier. How quick into the trip did you start feeling real good? Because like, there's like an hour after not using your phone that you go like, this feels this is starting to feel good. Once the anxiety left a bit, because you you have that like I always have that sort of anxiety with like my phone going. If something went wrong, how would someone contact me? Like yeah. if something happened at home and like I needed to know. It's irrational. Irrational. It's irrational. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, I'm just like jittering, like trying to get, get reception. But then, yeah, probably, yeah, like two, three hours after that, you just settle down, you relax. And I was like, fuck, okay, this is, this is reality now. And, and you just start to enjoy it. And, you know, some people have reception, so you just message people. I called Giles and I was just like, look, I've got a reception for the next few days. So if you need me, just call this number. Yeah, um, that's nice. That's good. It's like a detox. It was a, a massive detox, yeah. Because yeah. you're an addict. No, we all, we all, like I'm saying, we all are. We all are. It's fucking yeah. bad. With, with the caving, how tight did the caves get? Tight. Tight as. Like crawling through them? You were saying yeah. one guy like was like almost. Oh, one of the facilitators, Nick Farr, shout out to him. He, uh, a, a bigger, big man, um, and he said it himself. They, the, the lady that was doing it was like, this is the biggest guy we've had come through this cave. 
Wow. And she's like, I didn't think – she's like telling him to turn back. And he's a facilitator on the camp. He's climbed Everest and stuff. He goes, I'm getting this fucking done. Oh, great. Now, and do you reckon that was planned? Pulling, oh, I think it, I think it might have been, but I, I, I was actually in the other group. The okay. boys were pulling him, like pulling him through, pulling him. I feel like he might have took the guide aside and was like, let's make a scene. No, nah, no, nah, because the, the, the lady was seriously like, oh, you've got to turn back. Like, that's awesome. You've done it now. Because the first bit was a, a test. So you do this test part where it's like this really, really tight part. And I wish they told me this at the start because it would have been a lot easier. That was the hardest part. So you go in there, you do this test where you climb like on a 45 degree angle up this slope that's maybe two meters, but you literally have to like put your head to the side and you, you, you're back hitting and you've got to breathe to like get through. And you go up into that and then everyone's up there, then you've got to come back down. And once you do that, if you can get through that, you can get through the rest of it. That's like the peak. The peak. But they didn't tell us that because, you know, they want to keep challenging. And there was other really, really hard parts, but that was the hardest part. And that was when Nick, they literally had to pull him like get his arms and pull him through. It took and he was yelling. 20 minutes to do it. He said he was yelling. Like, I'm doing it. it was like, <laughs> unbelievable. I was like, oh. So yeah, it was awesome. A big thanks to, you know, everyone there that helped me out with that because it was, um, it was very uncomfortable. It's interesting you say that um, if we were there that maybe you wouldn't have done it. Mm. But just that, that you've got a, f- a fear of caves, but the, f- the fear of embarrassment is perhaps bigger. But I think everyone's probably in the same boat that you don't want to don't want to stand out or, uh, yeah, you don't want to get embarrassed in front of people you don't know that well. Literally. And we got to the um, we got to the start of like before it and Butters was like doing this chat and he's like, all right, guys, um, you know, this is going to be uncomfortable. Like we're not going to enjoy this. And this is straight off the bus. So no one knows each other here. There's like groups of three, you know, I knew my brother-in-law and there's different groups and, and whatnot. And they're like, this is uncomfortable. None of you know each other. He goes, this is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. There's going to be times where you panic. You've got to try and stay calm. You've got to breathe. You've got to do all these things. And then he gets to the end of it and he goes, and you know what? At the end of the day, just fucking get it done. And when I was in the cave, I was like, all right, I'm going to try all these things. I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to breathe. All those things didn't fail. Then it got to the end one. I was like, all right, just fucking do it. <laughs> just, like, none of the strategies worked except for that last one. So. You were ticking all the boxes. I was ticking all of them. None and of them worked. Just get it done. Yeah, just, just get it done was the last one. So it was sick. It was sick. Hey, um, what are you guys scared of? Have you got a fear? Have you got I'm, a rational, half a rational, rational fear? I reckon rational, uh, deep sea. Oh, like, yeah. But not even deep sea. I'm talking about like too deep to stand in. <laughs> Like oh, I, I, like I, out the back of the waves at the beach? Yeah, just like anywhere where you start losing your feet. Like, I don't know. I, I just start, like, thinking there's there's anything under there. Have you had an experience where you've been swept away or...? No, it's, it's got nothing to do with tides. I'm actually not scared of tides, things like that. It's more just, like, when I'm floating, I don't know what's underneath there. I don't know what movie I must have watched when I was younger. Yeah. Mm. But something's really set me off. Like, I, I want to do a triathlon this year. Mm. You'll probably jump on that bandwagon. I'll and, beat you. And then I won't finish it. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, I'm real scared of the swim. Like I want to do the swim, but it's always in the sea. Is it better if you can see the bottom if the water's clear? Or oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. If it's like in like because I went, I've been, I went scuba diving in Hawaii. Great trip. Shout out to mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all clear, no problems. Yeah, no issues. Um, think about it as well. When you're doing that swim and triathlon, you're gonna have like hundreds of other people in the water at the same time. So it'll, that might help. Yeah, definitely. So like, if something comes, like a shark yeah. or something, low chance of it being there. Yeah, you're gonna, you know, <laughs> one in ninety nine chance. Yeah, I'll swim in the middle. And someone else. <laughs> you're probably gonna get kicked in the face too. But yeah, you know what's funny about fears? For me, that is not an issue. But like caving for you is probably not an issue. Yeah, I don't have any claustrophobia. I'd be fine. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd be a bit cozy in there. I reckon. Yeah. SD card. <laughs> um. My fear, which I'm kind of in the midst of, uh, fear of flying. Really? Yeah, I had quite a bad flight stuck up in the air in a storm with, 
with quite bad turbulence and the lady behind me was was yelling out constantly, we're going to die, we're going to die. <laughs> um, and about a year after it wasn't really a thing but I used to, we discussed this last week, I used to work in the city in a corporate job in quite a tall um, building and mm. had to ke- catch the lift up to level 29 and all of a sudden I, real- I, I, I noticed I started getting pretty nervous with the um, dropping up and down feeling and I sort of started relating it back to mm. that fear of flying. Oh. Luckily, it was during COVID, so I didn't actually have to face the fear for a while because no one could catch flights. Yeah, but fuck. just recently, I hopped on a plane and managed to overcome it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was a couple of a couple of scary moments when they actually closed the door, and I realised that I was stuck in there and uh, oh, couldn't yeah. get off, even if I wanted to. Yeah, mm. yeah, you don't want to freak out mid-flight, but it's weird, isn't it? When you know you don't have a choice, like you said, you can't actually. Sometimes it's better. Like when you know you have a choice to back out, that's when you actually freak out because there's an option. On the flying thing, how good was it when you were a kid? I don't know if anyone remembers this, that feeling when you're like driving with your mum in the car and you go down a hill and your stomach drops. You like remember that. that? You like that. I loved it. That's, that's <laughs> the fear feeling for oh, me. Yeah, okay. There you go. Well, we have got um, a couple of messages that came in actually today. Some we can't repeat. They were a little bit – they're very funny, but we can't um, put them on. But here is – Another rational fear. Here we go. My name's AJ. I'm from Canberra. I'm absolutely petrified of cats, mate. Even kittens and that. Like, just being in a room with them, I'm absolutely petrified. The fear started back when I was a kid. A cat. I had a meeting of a cat and this didn't go well, but I'm absolutely petrified. And uh, shout out to the main man, producer Sam. Shout out to... Which one's he talking about? Probably... Probably, um... uh producer SD card because he was on the podcast last SD week. card yeah. Yeah, yeah you said the main man though could that be S-Bone you know what just a quick funny one with producer Sam just we'll come back to AJ yeah. is that I went to uh, football training for the first time mm. in a long time and a guy came out to me and he and he said his friend couldn't believe that he played footy with producer Sam <laughs> do you know what's funny about this I know I've actually been to Sam's training with him before yeah and he reckons that half the people in his team had never spoken to him before. He <laughs> 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 said there was people coming out of the woodworks from everywhere before they yeah. knew that he was before a they knew that, no before they knew it was producers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, your key demographic, like footy training, like everyone, everyone listens yeah. to these podcasts. Yeah. No, we we love that, and we, we love them. Down we, there. we thank bloody, you. Bloody love Back them. to AJ. Yeah, um, AJ. Thank you so much for the message. I can feel this one for AJ. I had a very similar circumstance when I was young. We had a cat called Shackles. And Shackles, it was funny, the name, actually, the, the name Shackles was my sister Jess. The name was, you know that song? Get the shackles off my feet yeah. so I could dance. I don't, but I don't just let them praise you. you back. I just want to praise you. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that was a song and that was her name. And she hated me. She was like this cat where you really love her, she'd be fine, like laying on your chest and then all of a sudden she's fucking, she just snap and just Ooh. like attack you. And I feel like for a lot of people that, I don't think this is, I th- sorry, I feel like this is quite a common fear with cats. They're very irrational. Like yeah. they just, they're yeah. quite scary. Like AJ, I'm with you, my man. I don't um, have any strategies of, of being able to do with that, but let's maybe get a cat expert on yeah. if we can. What else we, what else we got on the line? Yeah, what else we got on the line? Mate, there's heaps on the line, but I do want to get to one message that was uh, that made my absolute day and I just love this stuff that we just get in here on the hotline. Give us a call anytime. Um, Megan and Christy. <laughs> Megan and Christy, who are my absolute best, best mates. Hey, they called in and um, called in from a very, very interesting setup, which um, we can't thank them enough. Uh, hi, Dill. It's your two, um, your, your top two female fans here. We're at um, Megan's wedding. Say hi. Hey, I just thought I'd take a quick moment out of my wedding day 
just to give you a call and let us let you know how we're going. Um, my cousin Christy and I are big fans. We bought Uniform, which we call your merchandise. Um, we listen to every episode. Christy likes to write in. You like to call her C-Dubs. C-Dubs. I'm a Darcy Bestia. Um, but keep up with the great work. Um, we're big fans. Um, figured out where mutual uh, friends of the show at her <laughs> wedding. So it's just like, just for the big events, you know, like... <laughs> Um, yeah. Put us on the show. Yeah, Illy. Illy XX. <laughs> Illy XX. Oh, we love that. Illy XX to C-dubs. Illy XX to Megan. Happy wedding day to both of you. Is that what they said? They at Wedding days they met on the... Yeah. They're cousins, but they met on Look, the wedding day. it was hard day. to tell they were having a good time. They were having a bloody good time, weren't they? <laughs> um, we appreciate that. Hope you had a bloody fantastic wedding. We'd love to know more about that. Yeah. Send another one. Send when another one in. Let's hey, know I'm recently married too, you know. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Yeah. Sounds like a fun wedding day. It does. Real fun. I wonder what they did. I reckon that Shackle song would have played. Definitely. Thousands of Aussies trust Aussie Broadband to keep them connected to the world, even when they're on the go. Because as well as reliable home internet, Aussie Broadband also offers flexible mobile plans with super generous data allowances and no locking contracts. Their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help you make the switch. It only takes a few minutes. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Search Aussie Broadband Mobile to find out more. T's and C's apply. Boys, just quickly as well, Plenty of contact going around. We're all very big into, you know, our podcasting, our movies, everything we love. We love it. We love it. We love watching. We love consuming good things. Content. Content. It's good. You know, we hope we provide some for some people. We hope we hope that. But we also like to consume it from everyone else. Give us a listen. Um, give us, a, sorry, some insight into what you guys have been listening to a podcast. Maybe an episode to be specific mm. that we can talk about. Do you want to go first? You, yeah, you hit yeah. us. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, I've actually been listening to a lot of American podcasts lately, like Logan Paul, these ones, because like, I just love them. I love what they're doing. But I listened to this specific episode from Full Send. Have you heard of Full Send? Yeah. I like the, those yeah, guys yeah, that do yeah, the pranks yeah. at golf courses and stuff. Yeah, Nelk. Nelk? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I think that's them. Yes. And um, anyway, Full Send, they did an episode with Gary V. Who I love Gary V. I know people take the piss out of Gary V, but I fucking love Gary V. Like he is seriously, I don't care what anyone says. Do an impression of He's Gary He's inspirational. V. Yeah, you know, like. No, I can't do it. I, <laughs> that was fucked. I know um, Gary V, but for those that maybe don't oh, know. Oh, so Gary v. for those, I, well, I don't think there isn't anyone who doesn't <laughs> know, know Gary, Gary V. Yeah, yeah. Gary V is a, um, like an entrepreneur, he's like the biggest, like most positive business guy just puts all these like messages out to young people like you obviously like some guy going up to Gary like man you changed my life he goes no no you fucking change your life man you fucking change your life you fucking do it you get out there he's like I want to change my career yeah quit your job quit your job quit uni like he just does all this stuff he's sick but basically the episode was about how he made 90 million on NFTs and crypto like crypto and stuff like that and he sort of you know I'm really into this space I love crypto I love NFTs I still don't really understand it that well but the way he it described it was all these people bashing NFTs and crypto are the same people that bashed the internet when it first came out. Yeah. And he's saying like the internet was something that we had no fucking idea that it was, but the early adopters were so onto it and like ready and, and you know, parents were like, what's this shit? You know, it's never going to go well. It's the exact same thing. And the, often the people that, you know, are saying this is like they're turning into their parents and like you're doing the same thing with crypto and NFT. Like it's bygone that this isn't going to go away anymore. Like crypto is here to stay. It's, you know, it's, it's PayPal, it's on MasterCard, it's on banks use it, all this stuff. And um, NFT is just going to be a way of, of going. And the really cool example he gave about artwork was how they, you know, the excuse with NFTs where people go, oh, I can just copy that JPEG and save it. It's mm. like, well, you can use that same excuse in real life. Yeah. So you can go, you can go wear a gold necklace, right? 
And there's no way that I can tell that gold necklace is actually fake. In NFTs, I can actually go on the blockchain and go and know who owns that exact JPEG. Like who owns that exact picture? So it's what actually, is the blockchain? Can you explain oh, that? Oh fuck no! I seriously can't. This isn't like it. this isn't like a producing. Nah, I genuinely don't know. No, nah, I seriously can't explain like what it is. But just listen to this episode. Okay. He does explain how it works. But basically, what he's saying is on the blockchain, which is where I, I could be fucking stuffing this up, but where everything is like housed. Yeah. So like you know, open seas where secure. you go and buy it and all this sort of stuff. But on the blockchain, you can go and see where people own things. So it's actually the exact opposite to what people are saying because you know who owns everything and that's what we're all about. Unfortunately, sometimes we are quite materialistic, like we want new things, we want to show, we want to flex that we have it and you actually can do that and you actually do own it. So it's pretty cool. And NFTs as well, I don't want to get too much into this, but you don't even have to, one thing that is really awesome is with Gary V, for example, it's not just a photo, like you can have an experience attached to that. So when he first bought his out, they were selling for $2,000 and it was a J, it was like a, you know, a photo, but then it also had a experience attached to it. So each year you get to go to VCon, which is like, you know, like a ComCon thing where he runs and this show and it's only people that have that NFT can go. Now that's worth $40,000. So they were worth two grand. Now they're worth 40K. And you hold that for the year, you can keep going to it. Each time that sells on, Gary V gets a percentage of that selling. So there's heaps of stuff there. I'm not even going to try and go into it too much, but listen to, there's so much shit out there about NFTs. I love it. I want to get an episode um, about it. It's really, really interesting. What was that podcast called again? That was called Full Send. And there was the episode with Gary Vee. They get on some interesting guests, those guys. I see clips of it. Mate, they had Khabib. They had, you know. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. They love, like, interesting characters like that. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. A good good one. My one's less interesting. It's just um, one of the ones from Armchair Experts with Dax Shepard. You love Dax. You know, like, when you've got, like, your comfort show, Mm. you know, like, something just makes you feel at home. Like, it's either a TV show. A lot of people would say, like, that about, like, Friends or something. I'm one of those people. Um, <laughs> uh, Armchair Experts is that show for me. Makes me feel real nice, cosy. And the episode that I listened to recently was with Nick Offerman. He was on Parks and Rec. He's like the guy who he's always like wood chopping and stuff. I don't know what to say. It was just a, it was a very comforting episode. He seemed like a really nice, empathetic guy. And, oh, uh, he's really funny, this guy. I just looked up his photo. I love him. Yeah, he's like, like always in comedies. Yeah. But he, yeah, he just spoke about like the way he built like his empathy in life and he seemed very genuine, well thought out and he loves crafts stuff. I don't really like it, yeah. but it sounded nice. Hey, how interesting is this? I just looked him up. Yeah. Nicholas David Offerman is an American actor, writer, comedian, producer and professional carpenter. Yeah. On the podcast, he said everyone builds up the fact that he's like a carpenter. He is like very good, but he also kind of hates that because there's so many people he know that's better than him, bet, which yeah. again, empathetic, mm. very uh, humble. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a really good episode. Was cool. he anything like his Parks and Rec character? No. I think his Parks and Rec character is kind of like, terrible and like hates everyone and he seemed very nice and like just just seemed like a lovely guy it was it was a nice listen i listened to it whilst i was making dinner which is a, a common it's one cool for me. to do that isn't it it's beautiful it's a real happy place so i'd recommend that one for someone who just wants to just enjoy an hour of just chill chill time mm. nice bit of me time I, I go to tasmania to do that yeah i know you do <laughs> to the mountains yeah with uh what's his name <laughs> nick Cut that out. Uh, SD card. I've got lots of time in the garden to listen to things. My mm. favourite at the moment uh, is the Rewatchables podcast. Yeah, man. Where they talk about a movie that they deem as a rewatchable, which is often a like sort of a classic movie. Yes. Uh, they've got a bunch of different or common common segments that they use to discuss a movie. Uh, and the one that I listened to was uh, about Superbad. Oh yeah. Classic, um, classic comedy. Takes when I think of it, I. takes me back to the time I actually watched it sitting in my living room and just was like in tears laughing the whole time 
and yeah, it's just it's a good listen. Sort of takes you back to the uh, all of the scenes, and you sort of relive it. And makes you want to watch it again. I love that podcast. I think I've listened. Like I always watch that. I don't watch it. I listen to that when you watch a movie that's like got hidden messages in it. Yeah. So say for example, like I haven't checked this, but I would always go and be like, okay, um, June. You know, I saw that recently. That would be like an awesome episode because they unpack it. They go, what was the meaning of this? What was the meaning yeah. of that? And they like, it's it's awesome when you like, it's good to listen to the comedy ones and movies you like, but it's also those ones where you're like, oh, what what did you mean by that? And another one I really want them to bring one out is Tenet. Have you seen Tenet? With, I um, have, yeah. Yeah, like that'd be one, like I feel like I understand no that movie. No idea what happened. But I would love for someone to just like get other people's point of view because I've chatted to six people about it and I'm like, what the, you know, we've all got different parts yeah. but maybe that's I've never point. even like attempted to figure out what that movie's about. No, nah, it's bloody hard. We won't go into it but yeah, interesting. Um, quickly as well, a uh, quick movie that you've been watching. I watched one. I feel like this this movie isn't a massive like movie. I, it's not on like anything but for some reason when I had Foxtel years ago, I used to watch it heaps. Fallon? Ever seen this movie Fallon? Like it doesn't even have any actors in it that I honestly know. I think I know the poster. The poster. So basically it's about this guy that is a family man. A guy breaks into his house. He kills the robber and then goes to jail. It's really good. He goes in. He has to like adapt to this prison life being a normal guy, like join like these gangs and stuff like that. But um, while his family try and get him out. So I'd check that out. You can actually, That looks good. Yeah, it's really cool. You can. It's hard to find. I think you can rent it off like Apple TV or, or Amazon, but yeah, it's sick. Correct. Rating out of five? I really enjoy it. I'd seriously give it like... It's not like cinematic going, fuck, that was the best movie produced, but it's like just a good storyline. I'd give it a seven, seven and a half. Very good. That's 7.4 on uh, IMDb. There you go. Usually reliable. What have you watched, Sammy? Oh, okay. Mine's a rewatchable. I think that they're actually all rewatchable. Mm-hmm. I watched Arrival the other night again, which oh, is um, the, 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 it's a sci-fi movie. and it's about, Jeremy Renner. It's like a, yes. It's like a real, <laughs> realistic. Right. Yeah, it's Jeremy awesome. Renner. He's very good in it. Yeah. Uh, real realistic Aliens Come to Earth movie and it's probably from like maybe seven years ago, five years ago. Yeah, I don't reckon that long ago. Same same director that did uh, June. It's like yeah. he's like and Sicario, s- stepping stone oh, for June yeah. but so good, very good. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. You're right. That was a is it Amy Adams is in that? Yeah, yeah correct. Adams, yeah, yeah. So it's a I, comfort movie. Even if you're not a big film person or not into movies, definitely check it out because yeah. it is probably like a top 20 of the bit last. Of, bit of a mind bender. It is. Makes yeah. you really think. Bit of a twist. The twist is good. The twist is very good. Mm. Chicken twist. Uh, I haven't been watching a movie. Um, actually, no, I did see a movie recently. Um, you took me on a friend date to Gold Class. Sam. Um, <laughs> <That's really laughs> all nice. expenses we paid, gonna... full experience. That's super nice. Five-course meal that Sam paid for. Well, yeah. he had a voucher. Wow. That's super um, nice. Yeah, it was lovely. It was really nice sitting there. We saw King Richard about Serena... Venus and their father, Richard yep. Williams, yep. and sort of yeah, delved into their relationship and sort of the role he played in their tennis career. I haven't seen that yet. Would you recommend? Obviously not. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, no the I enjoyed promo, it. The promo looks really good. I enjoyed it. It went for a long time and I, did, I didn't feel like it dragged, but it did go for like two hours 20. So I'm really interested to see this because I want to see the story of Venus and Serena. Is it, is it, does it give enough on them specifically or is it more about the dad? It actually focuses on Venus the most out okay. of the kids, yeah. but it's more probably more about the dad. Yeah, um, right. Doesn't really take away from, from their achievements at all, yeah. but it sort of just sort of shows how his approach to sort of training them and yeah. I guess breaking down the class system yeah. in, um, where are they from? Compton? Compton, Compton yeah. yeah. I must admit, I saw the um, the preview and I had the headphones in, you know, when you're really, you know, in Zoned it in. and you're watching it and I was getting a bit teary. Yeah. That's yeah, good. like I was getting a bit going, well, you yeah. know, this, this was... I, 
bigger than you know bigger than sport bigger than the what you know what they were doing for you know the african-american community coming into tennis and like it was fucking cool. yeah yeah well with the, with the venus like the movie ends when she's like 16 so it's not like how you okay, think so it, it doesn't, doesn't go, go on to it doesn't go to adulthood ah, it's okay. all about like the dad and just like breaking through that wall of classism in the u.s and like yeah, right. african-americans obviously not having as good of a, a chance as Everybody else, basically. Yeah. 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 I definitely cried a few times in it as well. Yeah. yeah it got me a few times. But that, yeah. But that was got lovely good. sitting there in the comfortable seats of um, gold class and hand um, in hand. Hand in hand. Yeah. It was lovely. <laughs> Love that. Um, well done. Yeah. Also been watching Euphoria. Euphoria. I haven't watched that yet. Very good. Cool. Yeah, I haven't like, watched that yet. It's becoming it's a bit of a cultural good. movement. I needed to watch it because so many people were talking about it. Yeah. yeah. What's going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to get on that. I'm going to get on that tonight, I think. I need a new series. Oh, um, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Thank you. Um, all right, boys. Well, that's. that's that's all we've got time for. Yes. Got to get going. Do we want the listeners to ring in with something for yeah, next week? Yeah, yeah, ring in. We just want to keep ringing <laughs> yeah, in. Ring in. Yeah, ring in, ring in, ring in. Ring in. Do, do. do all that. Um, it's got to get the number up because I keep forgetting it. Well, I'll just direct them to the Instagram. Yeah, go to the Instagram, at Dylan Friends, Instagram. People are more um, likely to go to the Instagram than remember a number, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Go to the Instagram. It's, it's on the Instagram, but I'm going to give it to you anyway just in case you've got your pen and pad because a lot of people do carry <laughs> pen and pads around these days. <laughs> a lot of people have got their pen and pads. You know, you've got them there. Zero three. Nine zero two one oh six two five. There you go. It's like a zero three nine zero. Yeah, it's on the online. So check that out. <laughs> Enjoy it. Love it. Love to have you guys on the on it as much as possible. So Ilyxx, see you later, mate. <laughs>